Wait, hold on. Don't don't get out of there. I mean, get out of there. You can see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see it. I don't see it, but I see it. But wait till I tell it. Don't, you know. I was quiet as the dead. Thank you. On this episode of Art of the Short, Lil Shorty, Jory and Bethers read to you a relatable story that explores the melancholic and sometimes harsh realities of being a woman. Being 25 just trying to figure your shit out. We'd like to remind you that all episodes of Art of the Short contain explicit content and that a link to this week's short story will be provided in the show notes just for you. Art of the Short is an interactive literary art installation. Our little shorty episodes feature the not-so-known storytellers, where Jory and Bethers read a short story written by you. Yes, a short story written by you, and of course, we'll make art out of our interpretations. Join the conversation and send us your artwork to add to the gallery at artoftheshort.com and follow the installation on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Art of the Short to see what others think of this short story through their art. Bethany, how do you feel about your art this week? Oh my goodness gracious. To, I, I don't even know what to I don't I don't know what to say. I don't know <laughs> what to say or what to do. Well, I will I guess I'll just say that I I went down a road and then mm-hmm. once the decision was made, I had to just follow through and we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about the results. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I have like a deep love for it, but that doesn't mean that it was a successful piece. And it doesn't mean <laughs> okay. that I executed kind of my vision either. Mm-hmm. I ran into some medium issues. Like I didn't have the thing that I needed. Yeah. But okay, well, I still, I, th- I think it's, uh, it's interesting. For sure. It's interesting. You always bring the good. (laughs) The goods. How'd you do? I like my art this week. Oh, good. It's cute. (laughs) (laughs) To make art out of someone else's art, it's exciting. Amen. That's the truth. (laughs) (laughs) This week's short story is by author Yoko Morgenstern. A Tokyo-born writer, Morgenstern discovered her love of literature while living in Ontario, Canada— And it was there that she realized her fiction writing talents. Her short stories have been featured in the Montreal Review, the Great Lakes Review, Untethered, and many more. If you want to learn more about this week's author, you can follow her on Twitter at Yoko Morgenstern. Featured on Flash Fiction Online, this is The Comedian. Nina's Saturday has begun just like the past three weeks. In the kitchen, she makes herself a bowl of Cheerios. It's a weekend, so she treats herself to a jar of blueberry yogurt. She twists the lid off and licks the smear. It's three o'clock. Chloe's picking her up soon. It's darkening outside. There's a rumble in the distance. Thunder spoils milk, her granny would say, having lived in Canada for half a century. She never forgot German sayings. Nina empties the rest of the milk into a glass and drinks it up. They've arrived at the Bavarian Forest Restaurant in Kitchener. The pink neon sign, of which only the forest part remains, buzzes feebly. This is their fourth gig at the Bavarian Forest as dancers. A singer and a comedian are also part of the team. Today, instead of Dave, there's a new comedian. But they aren't surprised. Comedians come, comedians go. Singers come, singers go. Backstage, Chloe and Nina put on their Rio the Carnival costumes. Nina puts a tiara on her head. A slight headache has already begun. 
The air in the restaurant is stagnant, like that of the Amazon rainforest. Off stage, Nina sees Linda humming, pearls of perspiration on her forehead. Nina and Chloe come on stage from either side, eyeing each other with pasted-on smiles. The rhythm doubles. Samba. The scent of Chloe's coconut oil lingers in the air, and Nina thinks of her pina colada at the Copacabana. The red-cheeked old men behind the beer steins catapult their arms into the air, iPhones in their hands. That's okay. People staring at Nina know that she is a dancer. She is, not she wants to be. Just like she is a woman, is 25, is Canadian. She is, even though she isn't on Broadway, in Kitchener. That's why she doesn't have a day job. Because she's a dancer. For Granny, it wasn't an occupation. Every day since she'd left college, Granny put a yellow poster on the door of her room. What are you going to do with your life? When she was about to go on a Contini tour through South America, unlike most of her friends who took grand European tours, the note read, You want to die before you live? In the hall, Nina finds Chloe sitting on a young man's lap, still in her Rio dress. A large, rugged hand is petting her belly. Oh, hey, she says, looking at Nina, laboring to smile. Yes, Nina knows this. If only this wasn't two hours away from home, she'd let her go with him. But she can't. She wants to go home. Uh, I'm ready to go. Sure, yeah. Hey. Laughing. Was that now your, I want to guy? see your face. Was that That's the my guy, guy impression? <laughs> yes, this is my guy impression. Hey. He's going to turn into Barack Obama. Like, <laughs> this is how, what always happens. <laughs> hey, a calm, deep voice pops up from behind Nina. She turns around. There stands the comedian. She sees him better now that he's without his makeup. Well into his 30s, his hair a straight, dark blonde, his eyes green, his lips thin. If you need a ride, I could take you. What other options does she have? His focus heads back to Toronto on the 401. It's begun to rain. Neither of them talks. All she hears is the shush of the tires. Suddenly he asks, where do you live? Runnymede? He doesn't answer. He looks into the rearview mirror, squinting at the high beams from behind. He turns on the radio. A female country pop star is playing. Bitch, he mumbles. I teamed up with her in Ottawa a long time ago. He glances sideways at Nina for a second. Just for one night. She slept with the manager at the club and the next day we all got let go. She got her happy solo gig ever after. Silence falls. Oh, Nina says in an almost inaudible voice. What are you up to tomorrow, he asks. She thinks about Sundays. Are they different in any way from Saturdays? She sleeps in pours the rest of the Cheerios into her mouth directly out of the box, eats chocolate bars, mumbles to herself, gets drunk in the early afternoon, and watches random video clips on YouTube for hours. Oh, sometimes she smashes the Rio costume against the wall, what she doesn't do on Saturdays. Nothing special, she says. You? Me? He says. I'll cry. Cry? She turns to him. But you're a comedian. So? He shifts to the left lane and passes a car. Crying is healthy. She doesn't know what to say. You want to join me sometime? He asks. Join what? Crying? Here you go. She squirms in her seat. She searches for the right words, just like when she brushes off someone at the bar counter after getting a free drink from him. A green sign comes into sight. A heads up for the junction ahead. 
I live in Oakville, actually, he says. Why didn't you tell me, she says, relieved on the changed topic. I feel bad. Oh, you're going all the way to... Not a big deal. It's a pretty little town, isn't it, Oakville? Yes, it is. She wants to say something more about it, but actually she doesn't really know Oakville. The lake. You know what it's like at the end of Trafalgar? He speaks over her. Trafalgar's like Young Street to you guys, the busiest street in town. You drive down south on Trafalgar and past Lake Shore, and it dwindles and dwindles until it gets to the lake, and there, he says, going back to the right lane, is a bench. Just a tiny little bench at the end of Trafalgar, looking down at the lake. And there you cry? Sometimes, he says. Toronto's skyline makes me cry. How come? He muses for a while. I guess I just want someone to take me out for a drink. In the front of her apartment, she half turns to him, his face lit orange by the streetlights. Thank you, she says. He gives a small nod. Maybe I'll join you sometime. She opens the door of the passenger seat. One of these Sundays. Bethany. Yeah. I am very excited to see your art. Oh my God, is it already time? It's time. Art of the short, art of the short, little shorties, art little shorties. Art of the short, little shorties. Oh my goodness, okay. That's how we do. Oh my God. Who's going to go first? What are we going to do? Wait, I already looked oh, okay. at yours, so I'm going to do you. Okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So it's a photo of a woman. She's laying down. I'm not sure if she's got clothes on. Mm-hmm. And then it says, you want to die before you live. And what are you going to do with your life? Um, quotes from the story, obviously. <laughs> and she has a tattoo of <laughs> Toronto. Is that Toronto? Okay, so I have so much to say. Yes, please, please, please. Okay. Is this your friend? <laughs> yeah, so I was... Is she okay with you yeah, posting yeah, yeah, yeah. her beautiful 100%, form? 100%. Oh, how cool. She's so excited to see it oh, and cool. listen to this up. Hey, Allie, love you. Love you, babe. Hi, Allie. Um, I thought you were Australian for so long. <laughs> so long. Anyhow, to me, it's a very Canadian story. Like, Canada is, like, the third character in this story, especially the city of Toronto. Yeah. And when the comedian says that the skyline of Toronto makes him cry, I was like, well, shoot, I know someone else who loves the skyline of Toronto. And I know a beautiful young Canadian in her 20s. Mm -hmm. She was 25, 26 when I meet her, and 26 is called Saturn's Return. Oh, yeah. If you follow astrology and it's like your first midlife crisis and it's like your first reckoning with like, what is my life going to be and like, what's it going to look like? Mm -hmm. It's just like a very common thing to happen around that time in your life. And I feel like that's just like such a special moment in adulthood. Mm -hmm. And everyone has to face those questions of like their expectations for how their life was going to go versus how it is going. And the young character, the the protagonist here, she's come to some conclusions. I think she says like, I am a dancer. I'm doing the thing I love. But you can tell she's still weighing her choices. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just was like, there's no better thing to do than to get a picture of Ali's tattoo, (laughs) the Toronto skyline. And then she sent me like a sexy Snapchat pic. And I was like, this is perfect. Perfection. (laughs) Beautiful. I love it so much. Ali. And I wanted to find a way to like soft focus it. So I put like Mm -hmm. white charcoal over her face and body. And I just left the tattoo kind of Mm -hmm. the brightest point. Yeah. And then I thought that those post 
post-it notes from grandma were really perfect. Yeah, totally. Like the exact questions that you're asking your own self when you're making all those decisions. And just getting the pressure from your elders to be like... 100%. Tick talk like no <laughs> by the way no one knows what they're doing in their 20s yes. period yes it's such like an unfair yes bar that we hold ourselves to yes that's my art my art is basically Allie like I was laughing and telling her like I didn't really make art I'm just basically submitting you as my art no I love it <laughs> her also being inspired by the Toronto skyline is my <laughs> okay can I look at yours yeah it's so like bright like my piece is so like hazy muted and this is like very bright so it's like <laughs> two stick figures in a square frame and for heads one of them has an apple and one of them has an orange and it says we both use text right mm-hmm. we may be apples and oranges but we're all fruit and we all need nourishment <laughs> really sweet <laughs> what i was thinking in this story it made me think of a couple of things like Nothing sexual at all, but I I imagined she goes and meets this dude, the comedian, Mm -hmm. at the park bench one Sunday. Mm -hmm. And they have no relationship outside of crying together. Mm -hmm. Obviously, these fruit are a metaphor for humans. Like, we walk completely different paths, but, like, we're human. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just need a person to, like hang with for a second. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me of why I used to love working in coffee shops so much. Like (laughs) there was this breakfast club that would come in Mm -hmm. and and they all had extremely different lifestyles and they would all come and sit at my counter and they would sit in silence or if they were in the mood, they would talk and tell stories and no one knew each other outside of that place. Like they didn't socialize together Mm -hmm. These characters, though, that were such a huge part of my life, too, because I was a Mm -hmm. part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Those relationships in that time was, like, actually really formative for me because I was so young. Mm -hmm. And, like, I will remember them for the rest of my life. Totally. I think people take human interaction from a stranger, whether it's, like, a high on the street or something, for granted. Totally. And it can change your day. It can put, like, a smile on your face. Totally. So that's the artwork for this. That's really nice. (laughs) (laughs) On the next episode of Art of the Short, we'll be reading The Fruit of My Woman by Han Kang. As always, a free link to the short story is in our show notes for you. Don't forget, we want to see your art (laughs) and hear your thoughts. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I should promise everyone not to sing anymore. That's not a promise you should make. It's not. Actually, it's something I can't make. It's just, I can't. I can't not sing. It's just that I can't. It's just that I can't. Uh, But (laughs) please join the conversation and send us your artwork at artoftheshort.com. And follow the installation on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at artoftheshort. Do it. What a lovely piece. Thank you so much, Yoko, for letting us read it. Oh my God, yeah. I super enjoyed that. A pleasure. Um... Hey, Bethany, bye. Oh, bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. Sorry, Troy, I had the weirdest thing happen. I recorded this already, and then when I listened to it, it was all static, and now I'm very scared. I'm recording it again. All alien sounds. Bye.